1997, something new was about to be unleashed upon the underground. From the east side of Detroit came a sound that helped lead a musical culture that had never been seen before and will likely not be seen again. Over 20 years later, they're still putting out that wicked shit to a whole new generation. Jamie Madrox and the Monoxide Child. But you can call them...
Welcome to Generation Twisted on the FACO Lovers Network. I'm Brandon Ward of the 20 in 17 podcast and also Hollow Wicket 25 and the documentary documentary about Slipknot. But this is a documentary about the one and only demented duo known as Jamie Madrox and the Monoxide Child. But you can call them Twisted, as you heard in the intro. And to get into the documentary, we're going to go all the way back to where it started at where they came up with the name Twisted and how it all began. Before the new tour started, I got an unexpected phone call from our homies, Jamie and Paul. They called me at home. Right away, I could tell Jamie was serious as fuck. He's never serious about anything. So when he wasn't playing around, I knew it right away. Bro, after all that shit happened, we did one more show with Brian here in Detroit, and that was it. We quit the group, man, Jamie said. Can you help us out? There's no more House of Crazies, man. It's just now me and Paul. You know, can you hook us up? Can we, like, get together and do something? I was like, yeah, man, we'll hook you up. You know we'll do you up. Little did I know how much my quick decision would go on to affect the future of Psychopathic Records, the wicked shit, 
and the Juggalo world. You guys are the tighter rappers in the group anyway, I explained. We got together with them, and they gave me a demo of three songs they had already made. Secondhand Smoke, Die Motherfucker Die, and How Does It Feel? I was sold, 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 sold instantly when I heard it. We sat up at our office in Novi and tried to come up with a name for the new group. It's just two of you guys now. What should we call you guys, I asked. They had an idea. They wanted to call themselves ISI, which would stand for Infamous Superstars Incorporated. I hated it. I didn't like it at all. I didn't understand what the fuck it meant. It was some kind of comic bookish twist on an idea that they had come up with. I wanted it to be more ruthless though and straight to the point. Twisted, deranged. Twisted, deranged. How about that? Then I finally just suggested twisted. How about just twisted? T-W-I-Z-T-I-D. So that, that's the real of the real right there. Yep, shops out for everything they did for us, 100%. But don't get it twisted. Yep, Infamous Superstars Incorporated was me, Jamie Madrox, and Blazier Dead Homie. And, and when, uh, when ICP came off with a tour, they called us up, asked us what we were doing. We were like, we're in the studio. Uh, Joe came through, picked us up, said, let's go kick it, which y'all been recording. We played on motherfucking, if you think somebody's dissing you, and one other song, and he was straight up, he was like, I want to sign you guys, but I just want you to. So we were like, all right, this is how we're going to get on, Blaze. We're going to get on, and as soon as we're on, we're going to fucking put you on. And then we're going to put you on, Killer, and Bell, and we, the whole fucking hood. Like, somebody from the hood got on, right? So we got on. First fucking time they asked us, you know any rappers? The first dude I told them was fucking Eminem. And then the second, I was like, we got nothing but rappers, dude. Um, our homie Blaze, fucking ROC, like, we got rappers. Anybody kill us, so we brought in Blaze, that homie first. And fucking Alex wanted to call him Fruit Pie the Magician. <laughs> and this shit was fucking hilarious, but, nope, we came up with that name for him. So, you know, we could go say dumb shit about that, but... And then after that, they asked again, and we were like, yep, anybody killer. So killer came in, but ABK used to be known as uh, J-Mo. So we changed J-Mo's name. We're like, your name is going to be anybody killer. And you're just the fucking as thug as he can get, you know what I mean? And so that was popping and popping. And uh, yeah, anytime they asked, we were like, clink, poop, you need somebody? Here goes Lavelle. He can do this, that, this, that. Who ended up being Mr. Rillis. Like, we just, that was it. That's what we, we were destined to do this. We weren't destined to do this with them, but we were destined to do this. And we were lucky to do this with them. Because they could have fucking did it with anybody they wanted to. But they picked us. And that's why they will always be the fucking shit in our hearts. Always. They could have fucking signed Cottonmouth King. They could have signed a whole slew of other people. But they were like, we like you guys. And we were fucking honored. And from the minute we signed with them, we died for them. Died. Like nobody else on that record label ever, ever. We rep this shit harder than anybody. 
anybody. That's what it was, man. That's just how we were. We had to kill somebody for them. We had died right next to them. And that's our every fucking thing. And they know that. That's why I ain't worried about this little shit. This little shit is little shit. Because we had to die for each other. And that's as real as it can fucking get. And you go to go all the way back to 1997 when that was going down. That's pre-internet days. Unless you had a doctor in the family and can afford $10 a minute AOL back in the day. Or had just a shit ton of those free 100 minute AOL discs that you could get back in the day to be able to be on the internet and find out any kind of info. Actually, the first time I'd heard about Twisted is whenever them, ICP, and psycho realm all got arrested for that fight at the waffle house they had way back in the day if you juggalos that were around back in the day in 97 98 remember that's pretty much the first time anybody ever saw icp without their face paint so that picture that mugshot of all of them from that waffle house fight really really went around a long time it was kind of juggalo lore it was one of the only times you could see icp without their face paint yeah i remember you could find those on like the old school angel fire pages back in the day but that was the first time i heard of twisted the first time i actually got to hear music from twisted was live at the 98 hollow wicked clown show in detroit harpo's on devil's night 1998 they did a couple songs during the uh, Insane Clown Posse set and for some reason the uh, the opening intro to Secondhand Smoke of I represent the east side, no peace fuck the police, that stuck in my head throughout the entire night of Hollow Wicked and then the entire bus ride back home to Owensboro, Kentucky and as soon as I got back home to Owensboro, Kentucky I made a beeline to the mall and went to Disc Jockey, one of those old school record stores that had all the uh, juggalo hookup back in the day and found the og most tasteless the one with the hood not the one that was re-released once it came out on island but the og most tasteless with them with the hoods on the cover found that at disc jockey and that was pretty fresh and also of course whenever i went in the doors at hollow wicket 98 i was given the pumpkin carver single which also featured twisted and i thought that was hella fresh as well so almost immediately as soon as i was able to hear their music i was a fan of twisted and still i'm a fan over 20 years later and what we're gonna do now is hear about twisted releasing most tasteless Nineteen ninety-eight. That's when it started. That's when everything was like coming together. We dropped most tasteless. Y'all boof. Didn't matter though. We were in a test. It was an experiment. Find out which way to go we had. No paint, masks, powder, pasty little vampires. Um, at one point we was wearing like baby powder. And to like simulate the, the creepy, goofy god vampires is what everybody called them. You know, but uh, I'm a fat kid and I sweat a lot, so I would get like little dingleberries all over my face. That shit was nasty as hell. We had contacts, no paint, paint, no contacts, and then finally it hit. Yeah, theatrics has always been uh, a big part of what we do. Um, we got signed to Psychopathic, it was the perfect place for us to be because that's that's like how they present their stuff. It's, it's theatrics, we do themes, we do shows. So obviously, you know, that was the perfect place for us and what we were looking to do. See, all this was just in a, a good attempt to be different. 
not just come out and be the or the with the top, just boring. It's like to add more to it than just music. Also something to look at. We're nationwide. We're starting to starting to go on tour. We're getting ready to headline our own tour for the first time ever. We were gonna be in a tour bus on the road going and playing shows for people who wanted to hear us. That's some shit. Alright? I'm letting you know that's some powerful shit. Psychopathic like put it out. Like, Hell yeah, look at this shit. Bam, next thing you know, like a couple weeks after that, Alex was like, we gotta pull the record off. What? We just signed with Island. And as you heard Monoxide Child say right there, the original OG hooded version of the album was pulled whenever they signed with Island and decided to re-release most tasteless on island and uh what was changed with the record was the smoke breaks was taken out murder 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 was taken out meat cleaver was taken out somebody dishing you was taken out and she ain't afraid was taken out i actually got a funny story about she ain't afraid she ain't afraid is like the only song that's ever gotten me and my chick in trouble at the time go all the way back to 1998 and to prove it was 1998 as a gift i just bought my girl at the time a limp biscuit tank top and whenever I gave it to her, we was in her room, and uh, she wanted to put the tank top on. So she, she turns her back to me, and we're actually listening to uh, She Ain't Afraid as she's changing into her new shirt. And as she's changing into her new shirt, she change, she turns her back to me because we were just dating like a couple weeks this time. So she was still kind of being modest a little bit, or trying to at least. So she uh, takes the shirt off, and right as she takes the shirt off, because we're listening to... She ain't afraid at the time. Her mom comes charging into the room to tell her to turn that song off. And whenever she does, she sees her daughter turned around with her shirt off with her boyfriend of about two weeks sitting on the bed right there. So that wasn't a good look for either of us. And we kind of got in a little bit of trouble after that. But I always look back on it fondly that that's pretty much the only song that's ever gotten to me any kind of trouble like that. And if you've heard that song, you know exactly why parents weren't wanting their kids to be listening to that song i mentioned murder 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 was another song taken off there and that's one of my all-time favorite twisted songs ever and we got a little bit of murder 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 live right now
Twisted just didn't sit around until the re-release of Most Tasteless came out on Island. What they did was jump on the Fat or Whack sampler with ICP, and they dropped the first ever listen to Rock the Dead. And whenever Juggalos heard Rock the Dead, they knew shit was about to be flipped with Twisted. They knew Twisted had stepped their game up to a whole nother level. There was ninjas that back in 99, during the uh, dial-up internet service, of the do-do-do-do, that horrible internet service back then that would take hours to download one song. What they had done is they took the little snippet from the verse that they played on the Fatter Wax sampler of Rock the Dead and just looped it over and over so they could just kind of listen to Rock the Dead without having to listen to the rest of the album because it was like a 15 to 20 minute album and it was only like a 45 second snippet of Rock the Dead. And people was loving it so much they just snipped it out and played it on loop. And that's just how in to Rock the Dead that Juggalos was and what I'm actually going to do right now is play third portion of Fatter Whack, where they debuted Rock the Dead. Your mama sucks my Okay, dick. we'll move back over here to team number two. Twisted, are you ready? Man, fuck you. We ready? Do you have a song selected? Yeah, we got a song. Which one you want to go with? Man, it don't matter. This they motherfucker. Everything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Rock the dead. Fuck it. Bank bitch. Bank bitch. Fuck you. This is twisted. Rock the dead. Fat or what? Gentlemen, fat or whack? Oh, as if that was some sort of surprise. This audience feels that shit was whack. Okay. And twisted definitely did not disappoint. Once Juggalos were able to hear the full-on track of Rock the Dead, they were definitely into that. Other new tracks on Most Tasteless Island version included Spin the Bottle. Blink, Bury Me Alive, and Hound Dogs, and Juggalos all fell in love with those. Those are Juggalo classics. Anytime any of those songs get played live in concert, Juggalos go wild. And speaking of live in concert, I'm actually going to play right now Spin the Bottle from the Juggalo Gathering 2008. And then I jump on your back I, I, I 
version of most tasteless actually the third if you go all the way back old school juggalos of course remember that the very first version of most tasteless was actually called the fetus cover as it had fetuses on the cover that's super rare i don't even really consider that a release because it was so rare that only pretty much ninjas in detroit had a couple of day chance to get that but then there was the what's called the og hoodie cover which i was talking about and then of course the island re-release and they schooled it those all three all three of those albums are very sought after by juggalos the fetus cover original is one of the holy grails for twisted collectors the og cover is something that 
Juggalos want to have because, like I said, it's got those other songs on them. Those other songs have been out on other releases and things like that. But you want the classic OG, how it was meant to be heard. Smoke breaks on there in between the songs. It's an awesome album. Definitely one that Juggalo collectors go after. And even the Island release has become something that is kind of sought after. And I know also this past year the uh, Most Tasteless Vinyl was put out by Magic Ninja, which is hella awesome as well. So this album just continues to live on. They went on a tour from it. It's an absolute masterpiece whenever you look, if, especially if you put together every track, if you take both of the album versions and add those two together man that's a masterpiece right there put them on the map one other thing i wanted to talk about before ending this version of the program was back in august of 99 they jumped on the uh, amazing jekyll brothers tour for a little while i actually went to that tour date in st louis but unfortunately by the time i got there i do believe it was monoxide that was having some kind of traveling issues maybe with uh parole or something like that but twisted it dropped off the tour unfortunately but i do remember twisted from that tour because it was the first time i ever bought any twisted merchandise as far as t-shirts or anything me and my girl at the time that i was talking about ashley we both bought uh twisted serial killer shirts unfortunately throughout the uh throughout the concert we bought them at the very beginning of the show and throughout the concerts we ended up losing those t-shirts and went back and bought some more t-shirts later on. I actually got the uh, Jamie Madrox animation t-shirt. Which is if you know the uh, the uh, disc art on the uh, Island re-release of Most Tasteless. It's kind of like that on the front of it. So it's hella old school. I've still got it to this day. It's it's so old and washed so many times. It's pretty much been washed apart to where it's it's not even really cotton anymore. It's You can hold it up to the light and see through it. But it was cool to be able to pick up some twisted flavor at that amazing Jekyll Brothers tour stop. And... Once the uh, Amazing Jekyll Brothers and Most Tasteless hype really started, there was an AP magazine release that featured three separate covers, one of Violent J, one of Shaggy 2 Dope, and then one that was super dope. I still own to this day one of my favorite pieces of merchandise. It's got Twisted and ICP on the cover of it as ICP was doing big things and helping Twisted blow up. Anytime ICP had an opportunity, seemingly it seemed like they brought Twisted on and they brought them that photo shoot. And they got in the actual magazine and on the cover. Pretty damn dope. There was a uh, version of the Dirt Ball released, the song Dirt Ball by ICP and Twisted that was released in those actual magazines. You could get the single. It was uh, inside a little cellophane, the magazine was, holding the single. That was pretty dope. But that's going to about wrap up the first chapter of Generation Twisted. I want to remind you a new episode will drop every Twisted Tuesday on FagoLovers.net. And you can hear the audio version through Fago Lovers and the video version of this very Generation Twisted documentary will go up every Twisted Tuesday as well on the Homer's Radio YouTube channel. Make sure you check that out. I'm Brandon Ward. Stay Twisted.